0: in the near future all right so tim getting back from the white house man so i've been putting that off for a long time tell me what that was like and tell us how you got there it was
1: an amazing experience definitely an amazing experience uh from just finding out about it the way i found out was uh i had a voicemail from from the school and i uh, checked the voicemail and uh Gave the girl a call back. I believe I had to leave her voicemail. So on the way, the way home from work is when she gave me a call back saying, uh, there's a possible chance you might be invited to the White House.
0: So that was the best game of phone tag you ever played? Right,
1: yes. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, this was like, there's a slight chance, you know, you could go to the White House. Are you interested? And I'm like, of course I'm interested. Oh, Let's wow. do this. Yeah. And that, that was the girl uh, from school, the communications director. So, uh, so initially, what happened? I just finished the school at Associated Builders and Contractors, uh, ABC, there in Baton Rouge, and I uh, the school had wrote up a story about my journey. You know, it's a earn while you learn program where you know you can work full time and still get your education at night. So I just finished that, and uh, they wrote up a story locally. It was published locally on their website and another website. So. The school went to a meeting in July, uh, legislative week in Washington, D.C. The school there submitted it to the White House, the story, my story. And uh, the what it was was uh, right at a one-year mark that the president made a pledge to the American workers to have workers trained, retrained, upskilled. And um, they were submitting the story, along with some more other stories, to... Uh, you know, see if the White House would want to invite some of the students to that event. So uh, kind of
0: like uh, the one-year mark celebratory thing for those who did succeed in that program? Exactly. Yeah.
1: So for those who benefited and uh, so
0: they... Is there Are there statistics on that? Like how many people were enrolled? How many people came out of it? it like completing was it a completion process or was it like a step process like you could just do step one you can go to all the way to step five or was it as soon as you start doing this program you you have to go the whole way to finish it
1: right they were I believe they were focusing on the ones who finished it mm-hmm. and uh, basically who were benefiting it from it already Right. Uh, okay and like the there's a there's I don't know if there's a statistic as far as the how many people went number. in, how many
0: people came out. But they have
1: like the number and a goal of what they, of the amount of people that they want to have trained, retrained, upskilled, and uh, they've already surpassed the number that they were shooting for. So,
0: is it mainly people in the
1: south though? It's all across the country. Uh, they so they did highlight my story, and invited me, of course, invited me, and I was one of lucky five workers from across the country that got to sit in the same semicircle with the president, vice president and Ivanka Trump. We, we also got to meet with her beforehand.
0: Did she play a big part in all that? Like was she kind yes. of an orchestrator?
1: Yes. So she is the orchestrator. She's, uh, basically she the one. She might get
0: offended if I call her that. <laughs> like she's some kind of, like she put on a musical and it was right, a big right. success. Exactly. Sorry, Ivanka she for might listening to, to this.
1: She might have to come you out. That's funny. But, uh, but yeah, it was people from all over the country, and um, you know, it's that was so the five that were highlighted were from different parts of the country: Orlando, Louisiana, Michigan, I believe, uh, Colorado, and like I want to say Tennessee. I'm not, I'm so not exactly. that's sure. a
0: that's a lot of blue collar state though, right there. Right. I mean, except for Florida, we don't really know what Florida is. <laughs> Florida's like some weird. It's not even really the South. I always say that's some odd thing. So you got as a luck thing, really. Right. I mean,
1: it's a huge blessing. I would say it was a blessing from God and then uh, just God put me in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, thank you.
0: So <laughs> that awesome. so that kind of stroke of like blessings led you to go to the White House. Now, I'm sure you get bombarded with like a bunch of questions and stuff. I mean, my thing is that building, like the significance of just the building. I'm not talking about who who's in it, who's out of it who's been there before, who's going to be in there next. That building itself has so much in it. I think even, you know, we don't fully understand our brains, right? But right. if you even go back in time, imagine trying to retain all the history in there. You, right. It would take a lifetime, I would just presume, to study all the history in there because they have gifts from other countries in there and they have like paintings that are worth, you know, hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars. Then you have the significance that, like, where you walked at, where Tim <laughs> strolled, exactly. you know, JFK was walking down those hallways and Lincoln, you know, and hmm. just not to throw it's out all of, the bloody of, woodruff, of, not to throw <laughs> out an unpopular president. A lot of rich history there. Yeah, any. well, and actually rich yeah. history, too. <laughs> uh, it's interesting to just be in the building, though. Like, you oh, know, definitely. my thing is not so much who you met. It's like you were inside. The, like, t- tell me what... Well, tell her about, like, what rooms you went in.
1: I got to go into the executive office. Um, wow. We actually strolled around the hallways, different floors, and got to sit and chat with some of the, uh, you know, the employees at the White House. Yeah, uh, wow, when you say employees. Don't know their proper position. That's what I have to titles. ask. Like,
0: they could be anything. Um,
1: it They were basically involved in coordinating the meeting. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was you, you, watch, you ever watch office.
0: designated survivor on netflix i
1: did actually just see some of the episode the other night it's really good it's pretty cool it's <laughs>
0: very good um but their layout of the white house is phenomenal like that's what i was trying to tell my wife when i was she was like who, who are you gonna do podcasts with i was like you know tim he was at our wedding he was there he's like well what was he doing i was like well he was in the where i said you you know where uh what i always forget the actor's name who's in that uh I call him the Twenty Four Guy. Right, exactly. he probably yes, doesn't like that. He, I mean, he's a really good actor. Anyway, I was like, you know, that's, that's the only he, way I'd refer him. Me too, Twenty Four Guy. I was like, he was there, like you know, like where he walked, like what you see on TV. That's where my buddy. Exactly. Went. Well,
1: when the my mother in law was watching the show the other day, and uh, it was I think by the Rose Garden, and I'm like, I was right there. I walked that. Yeah, but but what's
0: crazy is, (laughs) I hit the table. What's crazy is that it, all that's a prop. You.
1: I was actually there.
0: We're actually there. Exactly.
1: Exactly. It was. What was was
0: something that, like, kind of, you were like, whoa? Did you you have, like, one of those wow moments? Well,
1: getting through the security there at the White House, uh, there's, like, security right the main gate you get through, and then there's another security. So I've been
0: in the front. Mm -hmm. I've been in the front with the iron gate. where they let you stand, where the grass is literally dead from so many people (laughs) standing there taking pictures. And then the yard was so long. But see, they were doing uh, landscaping when I went there. Hmm. And then they had like this huge alarm go off. Like vacate (laughs) the field, vacate the field. And there was a field where like the Benjamin Franklin Memorial Monument, and Lincoln Memorial, that field, like uh, please evacuate, not evacuate, but vacate. And then these bike cops... Men in black suits come out. Just everyone leaves, right? So then we walk – am I facing it? I guess the east. So we walked east across the sidewalk where some of those businesses are, like some of the bank rooms and stuff. So me and my other brother-in-law are standing there, and then these huge (laughs) Tahoes come out of nowhere. Nice. (laughs) Literally, it's like if something opened up in the road and they came out of the underground, like I didn't even see them coming. Just (laughs) poof, there they are. One, two, three, four, five, six, like at least ten or twelve <laughs> roll in. Cops were getting people off the sidewalk, so you have like that field, and then you have the sidewalk right next to it. You can walk up and down. You no, no one in the street, no one by their parked cars. Cross the street, and then boom, it's like a caravan. And then after that, and then I mean, you know, ARs and AKs pop up—not AKs, but ARs pop up everywhere. Guys walking around, you know, ready to go. And then once the cars were finished, it was done. So I don't know. Maybe your boy met the president too. Just don't know it. But uh, I don't think he. I don't think it was. It was. It was at a point where he was talking about actually going to meet with Kim Jong Un. At the point, I oh, was wow. like really crazy. And it wasn't him. Obviously. I mean, I guess we don't really know what's going on. But that's my story. Yours is way better. Well, that was. I had.
1: I experienced like the gun and cops pulling up in the street. That was kind of the same. Not as. How
0: cool did you as go that? in there? Were you like on
1: a bus? We just walked uh, we got we ubered we, and, uh,
0: my name should be on the list, like I, let me in It's, exactly. it's Tim grow <laughs> you mean gross, oh yeah, that's it, <laughs>
1: yeah, so we walked- we ubered like right by the corner, we walked in and uh through the security but but beforehand walking and seeing the secret service agents around the monuments in the in the yard there, and then uh seeing a secret service poke out the building like. And then poked back in the doorway. It was I was like, wow, that's pretty cool.
0: How many you think were there out there? How many Secret Service men?
1: Um, like that was just a handful that you know you could see just out and obvious. See, that's so what trips me up, man. You don't really know how you I'm... see right. You see yeah. obviously a good handful, like a dozen or so, and that's just in the local area that you're at. Right. So it's I'm sure like.
0: Well, everywhere. you know they sit on the rooftops. I got a rooftop I did guys. see some of those. Well, they even have rooftops like a way, like blocks away. Right. People just, I mean, that's what they say. But like you said, it's kind of crazy. Like that's the ones you've seen. That's the ones that you were right. able to put your eyes on. Was it, was it hard to comprehend the, I guess deal with the nervousness of being in the building or was it more of a, like a kid in a candy store thing?
1: It was more like a kid in a candy store kind of thing. Um, but definitely the nervousness was there when we got to meet Ivanka before the meeting. Uh, like, like when she walked in, I was like, cool, that's Ivanka. And, like, I could have talked. You know, I had definitely had a moment to talk with her, but I just kind of really didn't. So mm-hmm. I, that was a regret I have, but, you know, that's...
0: Well, I mean, to be honest with you, she probably <laughs> would have heard, like, three things you said and forgot all of it.
1: So... Uh, I mean, I got some pictures with her, so that was cool mm. but then uh then, when the meeting was there, you know some nervousness of you know sh- sharing my story and
0: right but well when you how did you talk? was it like a televised thing was it like a television thing, or was it more like everyone's in the room sit down, talk, tell us your story right well it was
1: it was you know the president opened up, and the uh And Ivanka, I believe, spoke, and then it was uh, the girl from Toyota. But we all, you know, we were all going to get to share stories. I didn't get to share the story, but it was, you know, to where everybody was going to share their story. And it was was actually live. It was on YouTube, and uh, so it was televised on that level as far as YouTube, live. And then you had, you know, reporters there taking pictures and – so it was, it was a pretty cool, like uh, atmosphere being in the state dining room. Mm-hmm. You, uh, so it's a, it's a pretty decent sized room, but, but with 150 people in the room, you know it fills up quick, so and pretty it's, it's pretty right. So, they did it to be more personable on a mm-hmm. you know one-on-one level, being in a room like that. Where,
0: well, you're such a soft-spoken guy. How did you get your words out there? You well, had to, like, I'm assuming. You know what they say about that. But I'm assuming that Trump can probably be here for like three <laughs> city blocks. Like he's so loud. Right. Like, yeah. Uh
1: no, I was my that was a concern of mine to 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 know what to say and for it to come out right. Yeah, but, put uh, that
0: Cajun voice on broadcast, you right.
1: know. Right. And then see if people can understand my
0: uh what's he do we have a translator for this guy? My <laughs>
1: accent. But they they had to cut, call it short right before they got to me, so that was uh
0: He might have to go push that nuke button, you never know. Exactly.
1: But I did get to um I was grateful that I was there and mm. just the fact that I was available available to speak. Um but I believe on a time constraint, you know, they had to you know to cut to cut it short. Yeah. They, we kinda started late, but uh I had a um that morning, I actually had a Fox News, Fox News Live interview. It was the Fox Business
0: News. You were a busy man.
1: So that, it's, the day started off awesome. And so the night before, you know, I'm mentally preparing for this Fox News Live interview. Mm-hmm. Already working with a PR girl, which was cool. Which is cool that, and just, i like. Like to sit down just, and like tell you
0: that, how to like, speak and present yourself. Right, did, and don't was, cross your arms this way, cross them exactly. this way.
1: We did that over the phone. Uh, but she's definitely giving me pointers and, you know, tweaking, you know, how I should say things. Mm-hmm. But so so already working with a PR girl, a lady and on that, you know, that was just like so cool to say that I'm working with a PR person. Well, and, uh, it must
0: have felt official. <laughs> right. Right.
1: That. And uh, so here I am mentally preparing the night before that I'll be on Fox News Live in the morning and then I get a text. Hey, they want to do two White House lawn interviews. Are you up for that? I'm like, yeah, let's do I it. I got all the energy in the world now. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I said, let's line them up, let's knock them out, and uh, so sick. So went from uh, went from knowing I had two Fox News live interviews to two additional White House lawn interviews. I said, hey, let's do whatever they want to do. Let's do it. And uh, wow. So the Fox News Live, the the Fox business was that was pretty awesome. Uh, where you know i'm sitting there they put makeup on me
0: <laughs> we gotta was, get that gotta get that glistened down right you know now, they don't see, make you like all like yeah. all sweaty
1: was it hot up there when you went it was the weather was nice they were yeah. actually uh they saying we got lucky and went at a great time because the previous week they were scorching and
0: well you probably wouldn't sweat that much anyway it's or, not very humid up there
1: right and being down here, yeah, we're we're conditioned. This is way
0: yeah, it's hotter <laughs> down here, way worse, right? You have to bring a change of clothes to do a long interview here, oh, definitely. Yeah. So you had four, technically four interviews, yes. and then you also, what went into that meeting? Right. How? Well, that was just the only meeting you did.
1: Right. That was the meeting, uh the only meeting.
0: After that, it all simmered
1: down. Right. It. Uh, so at that point, I had did the Fox News Live business in the morning. And I already did the two White House lawn interviews and uh so after that we got to chill out go eat a nice meal at a steakhouse
0: my man uh
1: and just uh
0: you know about that steak life
1: right it was, love it. it was oh what what restaurant appet- was it i don't remember the name but lobster appetizer
0: shrimp a, you know Crab it's a fancy meat. restaurant when lobster is on the appetizer list, where things are only like seven dollars. They probably put a couple like a zero behind most of their appetizers. Right. It was. It well, you was, know they got all that money, dude. They got all that money there. <laughs> exactly. That's where all our money goes. All of our tax paid dollars, like, go all go to people's nice meals. <laughs> we, we spent it well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we
1: enjoyed that tax money for those. That's few sick. Days. That's awesome. What? uh So you tell me what rooms you visited. So we got to, I got to go in the executive office mm-hmm. and, uh, man, this, just the, the architecture, the landscape, you know, throughout Washington, D.C., but definitely there sure. in the the executive office, like, there's a picture I took of the, the staircase, the spiraling staircase. Wow. just That's a pretty cool pic. Yeah. Uh, the hallways, the different rooms, um, you know, just the tile work, you know, everything, it's, like, I mean, like we the said, maintenance like kind of a kid in a candy store kind of Yeah, but
0: like the maintenance there so they they keep all the I, can't his, imagine. I mean the, the, the his to preserve all that history though. Right. Like and that? don't screw it up. Like <laughs> don't put Windex on this painting of Lincoln, you know, you'll <laughs> you'll ruin it. You know, like all these like crazy it, it, the the preservation of history really intrigues me. It's not like you get a piece of meat at the grocery store and slap in your freezer and it's preserved. It's like, you know, you're trying to preserve stuff that's going on 200 years old now. You know, over two hundred years old. and exactly. Some stuff three, make, getting close to three, and then not counting the gifts that people give. Like you know, and I have some some vases and like fixtures from gifts from other people that are possibly hundreds, of, maybe even thousands of years old. Right. That kind of stuff just intrigues me to no end. The history in that building, where you walked, what rooms you got to see. Yeah,
1: like you said earlier, who the presidents, all the
0: other people that all the people that walked walked, there, walked there, man. the same. It's 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 crazy to think. So, it's, how many people ask you how what Trump's like? I mean, I'm sure it's, it's, is that what everybody wants to talk to you about is him. Much. They're like, what do See, cuz that How big were his hands? What do he smell <laughs> like?
1: <laughs> We've gotten some very uh, interesting questions. Oh, what do wow. you smell like?
0: How many Diet Cokes does he really drink? <laughs> is this face really orange? Yeah. Is it really orange? It's 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 um, orange tinted. Orange reddish tinted. Well, uh, so like I'm that actually interests me the least, to be honest with you, because <laughs> where you were is way more intriguing than who's there now and who's gonna, like I said, and who's gonna be there in the future, right? Because, I mean his the history. his his history is gonna stay there, right? You know, so like it's cool to meet it's also to meet a president, you know, but just the idea that you are there in that building. I mean, that's right. that's the heart and soul of our country you know that's where all right. the all the decisions are made all of them you know unless it's on a state level you know all your all your federal sometimes it's bs sometimes it's you know good stuff you know but it all but all gets right. taken care of there right no, it was it was an honor
1: to be there it was and just definitely humbling that you know i was chosen invited to be there uh you know just like you said the
0: history and just the do you think that's like your lottery for your life like that's you. That's your lottery win. That one mm. moment, everyone feels like they won the lottery. It's definitely one of them.
1: I mean, uh, it's it's making an impact already. You know, uh, yeah.
0: Through, just so really big potential stuff can come out of that, right? And then also all the training you got. Exactly. You yeah. know, it's
1: the training's gonna uh, you know benefit, and then also I'm gonna you know this is probably going to be a benefit just the cool I mean there's factor. no
0: how there's no way but up from there right i mean imagine imagine you know the story of Chris Pratt i don't know if you know the story of Chris right. Pratt but like you know he was waiting tables and he just so happened to be with a producer or director I, I forgot who it was but he's like hey you know you you got something and he did like one thing and then just kept doing it and right. then from there from that one thing it just poof, shot through the roof
1: right yeah I mean, the Lord put me in the right place at the right time, and it was a big
0: blessing that's incredible, man. So would you ever consider moving like if you had the opportunity to be something more? are you the kind of guy that wants to stay put or I mean, do you I, feel like you owe Louisiana anything from from all this happening you know not necessarily i just
1: i I do love Louisiana, I love where I'm from, where I grew up something I at any time I would, I would move back to where i grew up but at the same time if i had a where are you from patterson huh. if i had an opportunity i'm gonna nod my head and act like i know where that is <laughs> if i had an opportunity to move away and do something awesome i would definitely do it you know yeah oh uh, because just to you know if it's there and and if it's if it's the right thing to do. I'll definitely go for it. You know? Yeah, you know
0: something else you got too that, you know, a lot of people are lucky to have is definitely someone behind you too. You know, your right. your wife, right? Definitely. Your wife's definitely behind you with this. Yeah, she's, I could see it in her eyes, like how excited <laughs> she is just to see you doing all this awesome right. stuff.
1: Yeah, she was a. Uh, she was she was happy. So she when I got home, she's like, "So what's this Washington D.C. trip talk about going to the White House? What is that? What like how is that even possible? What's wow. going on? Yeah, and just explained to her, you know, that through the story they wrote, they submitted it, and they decided to highlight me. And um, for a while there, she, I guess, didn't realize that I was going to be sitting on the same, in the same sitting area. Did she think
0: you were just going there? And you weren't really going to be doing anything. They just were sending you out there. Is that kind of what she thought?
1: Initially, I believe she thought that I was just going to be one of the 150 that were invited. See, because that's
0: kind of like what I got out of it. When I was on my Facebook and I saw it, I'm like, oh, cool. Tim's went to Washington. Right. And then I keep scrolling. I'm like, is that Ivanka? What is that? Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're like, all this stuff starts coming up. Right.
1: So the the meeting had 150 people. And uh,
0: who were those people?
1: There were students from across the country, okay. other other students who benefited. And, uh, you know, so they were in the audience. It was in one of those was a lady that, you know, went through the program here in the same chapter, ABC Pelican chapter in Baton Rouge. So she was one of the 150. And then another ABC student from Kansas City. So there was students from different schools uh, as, well, as well as our school, but mm-hmm. from all across the country. So, yeah, Amanda thought that she was, that I was going to be, you know, probably one of those 150, but then she just realized, what? You're going to be one of the 10 sitting with the president? She's like, that's so cool. That's amazing. And, uh, yeah, no, she was super excited for me. And so we got to, uh, I got to take her with me. And uh, so the day we flew out, it was actually our anniversary, our ninth anniversary. Whoa. So it was cool because we, you know, get to taking a, a trip on our anniversary and to Washington, D.C. That's awesome. And we also took our little boy. So, yeah. a little
0: family family outing. Uh, patriotic. Patriotic White family house, outing. Yeah. I, I felt, out. when I went out there, you know, I cried at the National Anthem sometimes, man. Like, yeah. I really get into it. And uh, not really the political side, but just like, you know. And that is a huge misconception. So many people politicize everything to do with our capital. You know, same thing today with our flag. Right. You know, it was like, yeah, it's like, is it about the government? No, 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 None of, the, the capital has the government in it. Right. But the reason that all of that exists is because of us, you know, and uh, do we need it to that level of extent? I don't think so. I think a smaller government's better, but it's the history that's there. Right. It's the decisions that have to be made that you and I can't make, you know. Do you know how to solve foreign <laughs> relations and... Health reforms and stuff I don't know but so we exactly. need something but um I've always been more intrigued with the idea that it's a it's not a symbol of a government symbol of a people same thing with the flag same thing with who whoever's running it you know Democrat Republican whatever and my stance on that is just get rid of all the labels and just have, like see everybody for who they really are right and that's really what I'd like like to see but that's never going to happen right we're yes. so black and white here red and blue it's unreal Right. It's just, and, and 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 to add to that, you notice how in and out stuff is like the flag represented our American flag represented the government and hate and then it goes away and then it's guns again then it goes away then it's race again then it goes away and meanwhile while we're so distracted by what that is, all this other stuff is going on that we take our eyes off of and that's why I always like to go back and be like wait 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 just you know like the the news and stuff like that just wait wait wait. Look at the big picture. Look at really what's going on. I think, uh, I think what I would like to see if I ever had the chance, did you ever get to say anything to him or no?
1: No, I wish I would have, but man, get
0: to shake his hand.
1: I would love just
0: to just to be like, hey, man, look, you have a lot of energy, (laughs) and we really appreciate what you're doing, all the good stuff that you've done. But could you stop calling people names I can't get over that he is he's one of the only presidents to sit in the seat and actually like well I think I think Reagan did Reagan was a fireball too though Reagan was crazy but uh I need to say the least he's very entertaining did, did he like when you were there with him is he stereotypical like is he like how everybody says he is? Cause coming from the horse's mouth I only see what he says you know what I mean I don't listen to CNN or Fox and see what they say about him right. I try to watch his because I follow him on Facebook so that's what that's the only Trump I get I don't get Trump from news right, networks right. I mean
1: from before he got elected till now and to see his work and his you know I would say he's a man of his word and he tries to you know guess and you're
0: definitely a case of that
1: though to where he's gonna Speak his mind, but also, you know, he's working to keep his word. You know, you he, he, said had, he, he said he made up, like, his before he got elected, that he wanted to do certain things. And it looks like to me that he's trying to keep his word. And you think uh,
0: he's definitely got a well-oiled team, too, behind him? A yeah, lot of good team members?
1: So, uh, right. I'd say so. And with that, that's, I believe, how he's getting it done, you know, uh, yeah. with anything, you know. So
0: kind of like he's, the reason he might be the way he is is as a voice of control is to kind of help because i at the end of the day he's really just kind of like a decision maker in a signature he's not so much more of a and when people call him a dictator it cracks me up but like it's all the people behind him though hundreds of people work there oh definitely you know and they're they're truly a lot of the worker bees really he's kind right. of the queen not to be like weird but right, he's right, like the queen right. bee he right. just you know he does a little bit but everybody else behind him is really the people who really putting in some work right there was
1: thinking about it now there were a couple of uh individuals from louisiana that i got to meet they work at the white house and uh like that the worker bees and, yeah uh,
0: so like some representatives and stuff like that Oh um,
1: well they had the rep that Amanda. Did you get to
0: stick it to FEMA while you were there? Or no. Yeah. They're
1: gonna <laughs> they're gonna write a, some uh, reimbursement checks. Exactly. But uh, but just right, just the fact that a good support team and a team just in you know a team period to get the job done. Uh, and it's I mean, but that's what we want, right? Exactly. We want a, that's, we want a president well, that's to why, get the job done. But and that's his why, word.
0: That's why it exists, right? And that's why our the whole government. of
1: America, like. That's what he's doing it for. He's doing it for the benefit of America.
0: And you had 150 people there? Yes. So that's 150 people guaranteed that benefited. Oh, exactly. I mean, it's, not,
1: I mean. Well, I mean, it's. It's probably. And it's it's just like the schooling that you've, you know, that I've worked for. It's, mm-hmm. it's a matter of you get, you know, you put it in, put in the hard work you're going to get. You know, you're going to get something out of it. It's right. The same thing. You're still going to have to work at getting the results you need keep your goal in focus. And, so could this be,
0: could this be the replacement for free college? You think, could this be something to that nature where, cause you know, Bernie Sanders is, um, you know, he's, he's guided more towards free healthcare, free college to try to help America that are, couldn't afford it to better themselves. Right. In Trump's case, the algorithm that he has is like you said, an open shop type of thing where you get paid to work, but you're, it's more of a, I mean, you, it's not really an apprenticeship, though. Like you right, said, right, it's right. more like an open shop. You're learning and then ap- applying. It's not right. just like you're just applying where you work for free for... Right, exactly. So, yeah. No, but it's uh, definitely
1: an attainable program for people that, you know, like our specific program that we had at ABC was, you know, you have a contractor sponsor you. And if you work for the contractor, they'll, you know, they'll you know take mm-hmm. the tuition out of your check but uh overall it's you'll get reimbursed at the end and uh so it's 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 inexpensive but it's it's is it inexpensive
0: or is it at the at the end of it it's free
1: at the end of it, it's free it's free you get reimbursed so it's zero cost. so what are people complaining like, about
0: how come people don't know so about this? this
1: um i'd say most people know about it if if they're in the field they know about it here locally um but as far as there's not a lot of the marketing. Other, the other programs maybe across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh there's there's different programs. It's just a matter of maybe initiative to, you know, find the initiative to get to a program that uh you know that can be maybe sponsored in a sense and uh and if maybe in a in a event where, you know, it could be free education, maybe not so much on the big scale of, like, a four-year college, but maybe a small community college mm-hmm. where, um, but with stipulations. That's actually what uh, our friend me and Emily, uh, we were talking about that. Like yeah, yeah, how, yeah, You know, maybe stipulations to where, you know, you have to finish and then, you know, just... Uh, you know, if, you, if you're having a hard time, and you know, to get back on your feet sort of thing where a program in that sense for community college or technical school, whatever you want to call it, where.
0: It takes a lot of work though, right? Right. You know, I mean, well, a lot of a, people don't know there'd that.
1: There'd be a lot of organization to get that going, but as far as if that would be even possible, but have it, have it stipulated where, you know, just not everybody would, you know, abuse it, but. Uh, right.
0: It's just But at the end of the day the case the the, the good outweighs the bad most cases. Employers get well trained, loyal, you know, employees that maybe they wouldn't have got if they just went to a college and then while they're working that job, they're always looking for another one that's paying more.
1: Right. And you get the specific training. Is it a non contract thing? Yeah, it was non contract like uh actually the my sponsor originally i didn't even work for him for this school like it was a uh, Excel contractors in Baton Rouge and uh Chad there at excel had a meeting with me and he decided to sponsor me so thanks a lot Chad I appreciate it uh give Shout props out to Chad to, I give props to Chad that uh I mean he definitely he just you know agreed that he would sponsor me. For you know fully and uh so he got the ball rolling for me on that and um so like that it's not like no contractual uh you know like for him for me where it started didn't even work for the contractor didn't i didn't work for a contractor at all i was still in the manufacturing shop you know in uh, in mandeville um and then halfway through it's the same company no, it's it's so uh, halfway through the course I switched from the manufacturing shop and went to the plants. Uh so I went from Miko halfway through school I switched and started at Triad Electric Controls and I worked there basically last summer and uh so at the fall semester I uh When did you complete when did you
0: when did you start and when did you complete it? So
1: I started January twenty seventeen and uh just finished uh, in may 2019
0: really so it's it's so it's not long it's a right and it goes goes by
1: quick you're off what does this do though like
0: but what else can people do with this program who else offers this program where can people find it at like that's my thing i felt like it was ghosted like i didn't see it even like going on you know what i mean right right well
1: it's a it's a contractor based school where uh for the and for the construction industry but uh it's it's you know, you have a chapter here, there in Baton Rouge. There's a chapter also right out of New Orleans and St. Rose. Uh-huh. So you have the Pelican chapter, Baton Rouge, the Bayou chapter in, right in New Orleans area. You also have another Pelican chapter in the Lake Charles area.
0: Is this only focused towards, like, manufacturing jobs?
1: It's uh, it's focused for, like, the, the plant refinery, like, for electricians, uh, instrument technicians. Um,
0: All right, let me and, ask you something controversial then. Do you think that the reason that people were offered this program is because it's such high-paying tax dollars that they get out of it afterwards from the money being made in the plans? you think that's how they could back how – maybe let's say that Trump's – not necessarily scheme, but his plan was if we offer people – more and free mm-hmm. to do these bigger things and make more money and the manufacturers make more money at the end of it, we get more taxes. I uh, No, I would say he, they not really, that that's a question that's answerable. I'm just saying, right.
1: Hon- I mean, honestly, I would say they're doing it for the benefit of the actual American worker, um, you know, to actually put back into the workforce, put back into the companies, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that way it's, american workers benefiting
0: like like we are like i am um you think it's kind of a backtrack thing too because you know back in the 50s and 60s manufacturing jobs were like every, everyone had one basically if you worked right. at a ford plant or you worked at a a, a a sewing machine plant or whatever there were so many people working in those right. type of environments uh did they talk about um automation or ai no i didn't we didn't uh that didn't come up uh do you think that's an issue? You think that would be? Because I do. I'm, I'm one of those believers. about Artificial oh. intelligence will right. take the jobs of a lot of people because we are we're, well, we're able to program that kind of stuff. You're talking about artificial intelligence right. that can take, uh, first off, half the, I say, but maybe all the cars except one. I know a Morgan uh, car that's hand-built is hand-painted too. But almost every car manufacturer has automated painters but painters still exist because of collisions. So it's not really like they're taking anyone's jobs, but at one point they did. Right. So it's possible in my opinion, for automation and AI to take over not all jobs, but a lot.
1: Well, it will. And like specifically in the plants, I believe it's, 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 it is, and already has gotten more automated as far as on the instrument side. And just,
0: what do you think the percentage is from then till now?
1: Um, I, I mean, I would have to just guess, but it's, it's, it's definitely a big percentage, uh, mm-hmm. but it also say,
0: could mean better safety though too no, because human for error.
1: That, exactly for that is I would say it's the, definitely a better safety f- feature. Uh, but um, yeah, because at the
0: end of the day, you know, I
1: like kind of take the human error out. Like yeah, I take the
0: human error out of it. But then again, topsy turvy. I wouldn't let a self-driving car drive me. There's no right. way.
1: Right. But on the instrument and control side, the uh, you know, the just the technology there—it's—it's it's, even technology that's been around for years is reliable to where it's uh, you know tried and true. Uh,
0: Where's your plant make? or do y'all produce? It's
1: chemicals, uh, different uh, alpha olefins and ethylene uh, oxide, I believe. I'm trying to remember all the different
0: ethylene.
1: I'm trying to remember all the different chemicals, but that's not your field um, anyway. Right. You, I'm, you I'm just kind of contracted some behind the scenes, yeah. Just uh, watching of, everything, make sure things help going everything good. Work as far as uh, getting it all together. What's like the most? New- what's
0: the most critical thing you could tell somebody wanting to work in the plants? Because I know a lot of people that have in the past. Matter of fact, my my guy right here, Cy, working everything in the background. He's he's worked there, and uh, his his dad's worked there before, and mm-hmm. many of our friends. Why do you think people are driven to plants? And I know the reason why. Right. And then do you recommend it? And like what, what's – tell me about it. Tell me what drives people to do that, to well, go there, work those hours.
1: Right. Obviously, the the money, uh, the money will be there, you know, maybe not in your green entry-level positions, but the money can be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that money comes hazards. So def- definitely have to keep your head on a swivel. And, uh, you know, be safety conscious and uh, just...
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of people out there that don't understand an, keep how an they eye work. out for yourself. Sign was Cy was there when uh, Geismer blew up. Who was it that blew up? Williams. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, it, I I get the hazard. And I get hazard pay. Hazard pay makes a lot of sense. Right. You wouldn't catch my little white butt over there. I'm telling you right now. No, exactly. No it's, way.
1: Uh, you definitely want to get compensated for the hazards. Uh, but, yeah, definitely the hazards. And also getting paid for, like, right. Keep your eye out for the hazards. Uh, you want to get compensated while okay. you're exposed to those hazards. For the most part, you will. Um, so I'd say that's what draws people because Is it's it the risk
0: outweighs. I mean, the award, the award outweighs the risk, right? And it's uh,
1: there's a lot of like safety features, like in the equipment, and then also as far as your your mindset. Uh, so as
0: my dad you, has a saying. He always said uh, monkeys can work at plants. And I think what he meant were like people who just were like nothing else. They don't have a drive to better themselves, but right. they just know, oh, let's, let's go to the plants. So they said a lot of his friends growing up too, because he's from the West Bank. right? So he's like, people are always thrown to the plants, thrown to the plants, thrown to the plants. But I only know maybe a handful of people that stay in it. Right. It's uh think it's more a temporary thing for some people like unlike you who well, had all this great stuff happen to you obviously you want to make a career out of it because you want to go up but right. some people just want to go in and stay
1: right some people might get comfortable and then when you get comfortable you lose track of your goals so that's why i tell people Yeah, that's a good point uh, really good point uh, i've told emily that I, you know i tell everybody i go to school with you know you Nobody's gonna keep track of your own goals. You have to keep track of your goals for you for yourself, and uh, just you know, don't get comfortable, don't get complacent, and you mm-hmm. uh, know, way that way, you're not staying stagnant. You're not gonna get stagnant. You're not gonna stay stagnant, and just keep moving. Uh, that way, always bettering yourself. Right. Not that you can't be satisfied, or you know, but just you know, there's nothing wrong with advancing and yeah you know, always bettering
0: yourself what um, what drives you to do that though like what's your because uh, yeah, i'm self-employed so like my drive is if i don't go to work i don't get paid right. you know if i don't go out there and hustle i don't get any money
1: right exactly well and like for me like starting like because i i was at that shop for seven years so basically i had to start over i left three weeks vacation pay so like right Ooh. right now if i don't work i don't get paid so so the, going to work is motivation to get paid, and, but mm-hmm. also the fact that, you know, I want the school to pay off. And it, it already is, you know, uh, but to where make the most out of it, make the most out of the experience I have, the most out of the schooling I have, and just to keep going as far as it can take me. And that's, that's my drive. And, uh, I mean, that's what I encourage people for that to be their drive. To, yeah. You know, just find whatever you want. Make it your goal, keep it your goal, and just don't forget about it. Keep Put it in sight, keep it in sight, and just continue till you get there. Uh,
0: you know, sometimes I think goals are like time. It's kind of like, uh, well, goals are time. They kind of become irrelevant after a while because really the idea is just to keep bettering yourself. Right. Yeah.
1: And like, kind of a thought is like almost a relay race with yourself where, you know, there might be different points in if you want to call it a race where you know you might hit hit the the first lap but you know that first lap might be a the first position you move to mm-hmm. the first better position then you know second light second lap might be a, another better position but just keep going till it takes you where you want it to go you yeah. know? And it, it might take you further than what you think just like right now it's just kind of taking
0: me but how many years did of, it
1: but how many years did it take uh as far as me, like, I've been in the instrumentation for, like, this is right at eight years, so uh, I learned a lot and uh, learned a lot there at Miko in Mandeville, and uh, so, and even while I was there, you know, it's kind of, you know, I wanted to to move up and have it pay off more than what I thought it would, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it just, it does take time, you know, reaching your goal does take time, but at the same time, like, Wherever you're at, where you know, and where I was at was, it's, you know, I was still doing the same thing somewhat, but also constantly still learning new stuff because there's always new instruments, there's always something you can learn. I
0: say this in almost every podcast. You never stop learning,
1: and no, it's true. There's you, you won't stop learning, and if you do, that's that's your
0: fault, and that's correct. Yeah, so that's right. Do you think that's why motivational speakers are more popular than they've ever been? First off, we're all impatient, you know. Right. I'm how old are you? Thirty five. So I'm twenty six. We have almost ten year gap here. Yeah. But I feel like somewhere behind me, we're technically two different different generations. So like <laughs> the generation behind me and some of people who are are at my age, mine and size age, is instant gratification still exists. But the problem is the motivation like a lot of people don't have uh very supportive parents like I had. And my parents were you know, they said, "Well, you know, if you think it'll better, you do it," or you know. But they weren't very pushy. That's to be honest with you. They weren't very pushy. Right. They were fairly complacent, but they always knew that the best thing to do is not stop. Right. You know, and but in my opinion, most people aren't even being raised and motivated by, uh, you know, like by mentors anymore. No one has mentors anymore. People right. don't look up to people unless they're famous, rich. Or, you know, happen to have, like, some major accomplishment or something, you know? Like, you know, you have people who start off in life really low, then get really high. And a lot of that has nothing to do with someone else. Right. Almost nothing. I think it's funny when Trump, though, and he said, I got a small loan of a million dollars. You know, but in fact, that did become a small loan because he became a billionaire off of it. So truth be told... Work ethic only comes out of yourself, right. but motivators intrigue me though because there's some motivators out there where you're just like, wow, they can talk so good, but then you look at their accomplishment list and it's like this big, but their words are like this big, right? You know, but in a sense
1: if they if they motivate people, mm-hmm. so their accomplishment Could. might not really be very good point. recognized or that's a great recorded point. really yeah they might not really get credit for their accomplishments because their accomplishments accomplishments are tied. Maybe to other people's accomplishments. Yeah. Know?
0: That's very true. That's so very to true. Where,
1: you know, it's kind of Foot a, in uh,
0: my mouth. No, no, no. no it's, I'm just, I'm thinking about <laughs> it no, as we're but, talking. That, but though, you're right, though, you know. To where, yeah.
1: you know, they're doing it for the right reason. To where, they, you know, it's kind of a thankless job where, you know, they might motivate, encourage someone to take their next step and to keep on going.
0: Well, you were and, kind of motivated with getting the, the schooling that you... Right. You know, wanted and it whoever right. started that, you know, motivated you.
1: Right, and I so I didn't want to. You know, my main thing was like I didn't want to, I didn't want to get stagnant, and stay stagnant. So I just want right. to keep moving, uh, stay fresh, and just uh,
0: that's why I started this podcast. Right, you know, and it, it gets to the point where like you just feel like you need to be doing more because I'm not a free time guy. I mean, since I got married, I've been enjoying my free time more often than like I used to. But, like, whenever I used to work at that paint store, right. you know, I was always doing something. I would work there, and you uh, used to see me all the time. I remember that. Uh, I could almost hear you pull up and know <laughs> it was you. That's and then all I had to do is see the – at one point, you had a pewter uh, firebird, right?
1: Or the truck. Maybe it was the pewter truck.
0: I been mean, the pewter truck. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Black or maroon. I forget what color yours was. The dark blue. Dark blue. I was wrong three times. <laughs> uh, so that, yeah, but after I would do that, I would go in moonlight and paint on the side. And, I mean, mm. side knows. He was there. I'd work sometimes 12, 2 o'clock in the morning, wake back up and do it all over again. And now that I'm yeah. married and self-employed, you get so occupied just yeah. trying to always do something more. And uh, so I started doing this, but I actually really like doing this. And this is a lot of fun. And it's, it's interesting to see other people's points of view too so like your your journey to get there your journey afterwards but see you have a kid right so right. what kind of journey is that going to be for for you to translate to him like how are you going to get that across to him because he's going to he's growing up in a weird time right right he's growing up in a time of like you know you want to make a lot of money develop an app you know you want to be successful do something on social media tv is almost obsolete cable tv is almost obsolete exactly. you know that's, streaming that's services was,
1: and all that i was thinking that uh just kind of i was reading an article about you know stuff that's probably going to go obsolete with all the technology and i'm yeah. like I'm like cable's probably about to
0: be obsolete cable's about to be obsolete man right. and and i called this a long time ago radio too <laughs> i'm telling you
1: right it's Especially with uh see all the commercials if instant Dude, gratification uh, commercials drain the gratification
0: <laughs> you know what though we pay for instant gratification with some stuff, you know, like right. my Spotify account is like thirteen dollars a month, just so I don't have to hear any commercials right well i mean it's it's kind of worth worth the progression is worth it. A lot of people have jobs though connected to the media industry. But it's the same thing with Toys R Us. Why they failed? They didn't adapt.
1: Right. No. You you definitely have to adapt, though. Yeah. And
0: well, how do you think? How do you think your son can adapt? Do you think one? Do you think he's going to follow in your footsteps? And two, what are your predictions for him when he gets older? Not to live your life through him, but like you know, your life growing up. You know where you are now. You right. know the difference in the contrast. Right. Cell phones. Uh, Even Wi-Fi, you know, and the quality of stuff and the expenses of stuff. What about him? Him now versus him later?
1: Right. So, like, as far as the accomplishments I've had already, that I could translate that to him to, like, take that confidence and uh, just, you know, learn from it and apply it with his goals and, uh, you know, to accomplish his goals and, you know, in whatever it would be. But like you know, you can already kind of see, like right here in the year and a, first year and a half of his life, because he's a year and a half. That you know, as he's getting older, you you, you see him picking up on things. Um, so I'll just encourage him to keep picking up on things, learn it, and uh, you know, find out what you want to do, do it, and don't lose sight of
0: it, and don't get a girlfriend either. For a long time,
1: <laughs> be be wise. Be wise in life. Uh, yeah, you know, don't don't things that don't do things that will you know distract you, slow you down, or you know, uh, everything will come in its own time. Like this, for me, is coming in its own time. Uh, but to you know, just to stay at it, you know, and and work for it. You so, know, so what? It,
0: so if you're if you're saying he needs to follow, like you know. Work hard, figure out what he wants to do, and go after it. What is it you want to do though? Like you're you're here now, right. but there's like we said before, the goals don't really exist. It's just motive, like self you know improvement. What right. else is for you after this? Where would you like to be at? Let me say that. I know where I want to be. I want to be South Florida, collecting a paycheck because right. I did something really successful, but. You know, cars, motorcycles, the whole thing, and then keep doing this is a lot of fun. Keep right, doing this. Right. That's a very dumbed down de- way of me saying what I really want to do. But what is, uh, where is it you want to be at? I mean, I definitely want to,
1: you know, be retired at a decent age, and uh, you know. Do
0: you think retirement is the end, though? You know, how no, your I mean, retired more guys. More of a slow down time. Slow down like, time. I like that. Not, yeah. not a not a me, not a quit. Not right, quit. Yeah. Right. Just I don't.
1: I don't think it's good to just stop. I think yeah you keep moving, mm-hmm. but at least the goal is to be successful enough to be able to retire so to speak at, at least slow down from your main uh your main work, maybe continue work in a different lighter sense and um, do
0: you have a drive to like be your own business owner or your own boss or I
1: definitely have it's always been excuse me a um you know in my sites. So
0: uh, would it be outside really, of the plants? Oh no doubt. I mean yeah. not,
1: probably so. I mean the plant you know somewhat of a business idea, but uh I'm a car guy, I love cars, so that's that's always been my like go to business be like some kind of tuner shop or you know Yeah,
0: wait till you have money because you're not going to make any money doing that. <laughs>
1: right. It'd be more for the enjoyment. And of I put
0: it. my foot in my mouth. There's a lot of people out there like Ken Diggett and uh you know Jesse James and right. people like that make plenty of money doing that, but
1: but to to be involved or somewhat in the car community. um I'm with you on that, man. That'd be that'd be the goal to We would need to
0: move somewhere else to make money though. Let's go let's go to Miami, open up a shop and just work on like LS swapping supercars just to make people mad. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like those, those goals. I like, I like hearing those goals, but, um, at the end of the day, if you're under 40, you're still pretty young. Yeah. You got plenty of time to do what you want to do.
1: Right. I mean, um, that's, that's where I was at when I did the school. I was like, man, you know, I got, I got some good experience, uh, you know, being at that shop for right at six years or whatever it was. And, uh, you know, just wanted to get the schooling, you know, mm-hmm. under my belt to where I could take the experience and the schooling and make the most out of this. But, uh, you know, I had a thought a while ago when we were talking about, you know, who knows about the school and, you know, what the school, like what industry it serves. You know, it serves the industry for the, you know, chemical plants, the refineries, but also on a, you know, commercial level. Cause, like, for people out there, you know, that, you know, want to be, You know, electrician, you know, you can, you don't have to go, go to the plants, you know, you can go in the commercial level, you can go to the residential area level, uh, so, as far as electrical, and then, you know, there's other, there's other, there's, there's different trades you can pick up there at the school.
0: How can people find this information?
1: Like, it's, so, it's Associated Builders and Contractors, ABC, so they just, you know, look up the website, and, uh.
0: And that's the website. will have like uh, maybe like an application type of thing where it kind of shows you like maybe what who you can reach out to in your area. Right. You what can,
1: you can do. Exactly. Like you, you could reach out to the school, call them, and then as far as getting sponsored, they'll yeah. you know direct you. And that's exactly what I had. What I had done was like I, I called the school. They directed me to Excel. I got in contact with Chad, and you know he decided to sponsor me, and made yeah. the decision to sponsor me. And um, that's basically what's someone out there that's wanting to go, like I said, whether it's electrical instrumentation, uh, mm-hmm. management, some kind of construction management or planning, there's there's those types of courses there. So there's there's different courses you can take other than stuff that's specifically for the plant. And it's not necessarily, even if it's for the plant, it's not necessarily – going to be field work for the plant you can like i said yeah. management or planning
0: so associated builders and contractors inc right. right and you got a little trophy here
1: exactly so that
0: number one yeah
1: first place uh that was another great experience uh we had a local competition there in baton rouge instrument fitting and uh so we had the instrument fitting hands-on bending tubing you know tubing up a a, a pressure transmitter tubing up a
0: how much attention does all this take when That's you're in the plants like of um, like it is obviously danger is a big factor right. but also like attentiveness wise like how much attention does it actually take to perform to the best of your ability
1: you want to be attentive like even in the instrument fitting you want to yeah. you know make sure that you're you're bending it right and you have the right length and where your
0: tubes and
1: Fully inserted into the geometry
0: geometries involved.
1: That's there, but uh, a lot of it uh, for us, for me, I, I can speak for myself, yeah, as well as some others. But like to where you just maybe not do the geometry so much, just kind of just you know you use the angle finder or just
0: so you have tools and stuff like that, and they, they'll teach you how action. to work with all the tools and everything.
1: Right, you get your, act- yeah. get your you can get your bender and kind of just eyeball it as you're you're looking at what you want. To bend I'm like, this is the angle I want. Or you just keep going to the angle you
0: want. Yeah. Um, that stuff you had to learn all that right. through well, the
1: programs? Actually I had learned the tubing bending
0: uh
1: was one of the first steps in my journey as far as my career. So that was a blessing that I had learned in my first job job. But um
0: you bend any tubing in front of Trump? You should have yeah. been like let me show you what, what exactly. what's what's going on here. Like, I can show you hands on. Do you think it's important for politicians to like show FaceTime in places like that? Like, do you think it'd be beneficial for for? Her? Well, she
1: Ivanka did. She did go visit there in uh, Orlando with like with a the gentleman that worked. Of course, in she the went ho- there. Hotel industry, right where their
0: hotels are.
1: They uh, she went to the Toyota facility and also to the I believe Lockheed Martin facility.
0: Is to- Toyota? Yeah. I think is still the most American made vehicle. I'm not sure. I don't man. know if they are or not. I know that uh, Ford it's... almost got close to being bankrupt. They almost became something else. But uh, I know that I've passed a couple of Toyota plants. There's one in Mississippi. There's also a Hyundai. Hmm. I was passing by and I was like, the first time I saw it, I was like, what? And then there's a Nissan too. I know that right, there's right. that. But they're more of assemblies here,
1: right? Which is, I mean, it's good, and that's the the types of jobs that they. Right, you know, focusing on
0: putting back. So what? What do you think? What do you think their Facetime meant to some of the people there? And how many people are really political? Like, how many people like didn't want to like? You know, I don't feel like seeing them. Was there anybody like that? Was all that kind of energy? I don't. I
1: I didn't see the energy there for that. Um, The fact that if they're going to go out to a facility, I, I can't help but think that. A warm welcome wouldn't be there. I'd right. have to say that the warm welcome would be there because you know the spotlight's there in right. your facility at that point. It's almost and, like being
0: a military member and being like, like super, uh, like super communistic, and then like seeing him, you're like, "What you gonna do now, dude? Right. <laughs> you are under oath. Like you better not disrespect him." Right. But my my thing was there's so many people with so much different with so many different opinions because they're all labelized. I didn't know if the energy might have been a little like off, but at the long run, it's well. I believe helping people, right?
1: And it's it is really helping. I believe that they really, I believe that that is their intent that they really want to help people. Yeah, and uh,
0: it's not so much the back end benefits, more so much the front front man benefits. You know, you guys, the workers, the people you know and i'm sure the company's benefit too which in long run the more money the company makes the more people they can take on and right. hopefully that's the case i hope that's the case right well
1: before i got to go to the to the meeting we had a conference call with the white house and uh i was like wow it's so cool i got a conference call at the white house
0: <laughs> was the was it like the spider looking speakerphone thing in the middle of the table you well, guys we were had, talking we
1: had our own little mics so it was cool the <laughs> little mic came to the table but like even on that level um just the fact of you know the the whole picture, like behind the scenes, the work before the meeting the mm-hmm. uh the conference call um you know just the people involved and you know the whole project of people getting trained uh but it was it was amazing to be a part of it, but also you know i'd say they really care though to be you know for her to go to these different facilities so you know so but like we're going back to the conference call one of the one of the points i made was you know for these workers that are getting trained myself included there there's gaps there's knowledge gaps there's experience gaps there's
0: there's tier level people there,
1: right? So th- there's gaps. There's always going to be gaps that a, an employee has. And right. Programs like this, as well as on-the-job training, you know, any tr- any training you get uh, is going to be is going to benefit mm-hmm. the worker as well as the company. And I think there's appreciation there for that on that level, you know. The the current training you get, the on-the-job training, as well as the Say the training you get after the work day is done, and you're going to night school and getting that books yeah knowledge training it's a, uh, it's just on you know so many levels for uh, uh, appreciation on so many levels you know right I, I think it's going back to just that I think a people will appreciate more than maybe uh you know just not appreciated
0: Uh, yeah yeah well cool well thanks for sharing your story i think it's really interesting what you got to do really where you went and uh i guess who you met. no i'm just kidding but it's uh it's awesome to hear that i hope that uh and i'll I'll post some of that too when i post this thing i hope that the idea that this exists is more mainstream because i'm telling you even being as i try to be as caught up as possible without trying to be caught up if that makes any sense right, right. but I hope this gets a little more mainstream because the success you had not what you, where you went who you met but the success you've had and what tumbles after that is really what I'm more intrigued in so right, I think that'll exactly. work out awesome and for you
1: it's just a matter of somebody looking up the school you know looking whatever at school may be in their area
0: and it's associated associated yep builders and contractors in. all right cool well right. thanks for doing right. this podcast right. man on, I appreciate I'm it appreciate it, y'all thanks Come dude up. thanks man